Good morning, Gospel Proceeds broadcast on a random day of the week with sunny weather still. We're we're rocking and rolling on. Every morning seems to be nice and sunny. Then it changes up and down to the day. Uh, I got some washing out for a little bit yesterday and then it started to rain. It's just been a mixture of weather. But of course, this is your daily weather report from Gospel Pursuits. We are a weather channel first and foremost, um, well before any kind of ministry. If you go to gospelpursuits.uk, you'll find the weather. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> I am not a professional weather service. I should get a blue screen behind me or a green screen and then put like a, a weather report of the UK up every day, shouldn't I? Be uh, more fun for you all, I'm sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, <coughs> we've kind of started a, um, a new series. Um, God's kind of adjusted the, the um, thinking behind this series. Um I was going through the book of Ephesians and I wrote a lot of stuff down, um, especially in the New Living Translation. It has this phrase, united with Christ. And I love that. Um, I love the fact that as individuals, we are connected together with Christ Jesus. We're, we're not separate. He said, we'd never leave us nor forsake us. But I think there's an added dimension that God wants us to look at, um, especially knowing the what 2021 is. It's the year of the local church. It's been prophesied about, been talked about. Um, I think it's it's probably not really hit the 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 headlines as the most important prophetic word of the of the in the world um, because there's so much stuff that has been said going on and all that kind of thing. Um, but to me, it is my foundational kind of thinking behind this year in terms of how I teach, how I minister, how I work with churches. See, churches must rise up from the dormancy that they've had over the last year um whether that be if whether your church has been open the whole year there's certain amount of change that's going to be required as we get closer and closer to the return of jesus christ whether you've been shut or open doesn't really matter there's going to be a shift there has to be a shift and we'll look at um some scriptures hopefully today in ephesians where where it taught jesus is saying like look you know i'm gonna i'm gonna clean you up let's just start there 
I do want to go to my foundation scripture, but I just want to mention this quickly in, in Ephesians to say, show where the target is that we're going. You know, um, God was, as I was just walking home from, and praying in the Holy Ghost and just walking home from the kids, dropping off the kids, just preparing for this podcast, uh, the kind of the thoughts that were coming to me were, were you've got to remember these books, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, all of these kind of things, um, when they're titled a, a, a city, for example, Ephesians is a group of believers in Ephesus, yeah? Paul was writing these letters primarily to a local church. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians was dealing with the everything that was going on in the local church. Paul's heart and Paul's ministry oversight over these churches gave him a unique way of being able to write a letter to a group of people and dealing with that group. But also, you know, I believe he's as well, the Holy Ghost deals with it individually. But what... I was thinking was we've done really well over the last 30, 40, 50 years of bringing the individual Christian, the rights and privileges of an individual Christian. Um, and there has been a, a very strong move of, of the local church from certain well-known uh, now denominations, certain well-known uh, mi large ministries, you know, bringing back, you know, being friends of the local church, bringing relevance back to the, to the local church. And I think relevance has been essential Um for the local church to a point a lot of people might argue with me and and relevance is, is is a very probably the wrong word but it's it's easily understood that's why i would use it we need to be relevant we need to be you know we don't don't need to be dressing like kooks and uh, you know i don't believe in this whole flag waving prophetic dance kind of stuff we need to be normal people we need to be human beings anointed of god jesus didn't walk around doing a, a dance as he cursed the fig tree he just spoke to it he just done dusted he he was very relevant he he sat with tax collectors and went to people's homes of homes of prostitutes and all that kind of different stuff he was relevant and down to earth to a normal person I, I believe that is necessary for the church to have good media to have good technology all that kind of stuff is essential for the church to to run but what i'm getting to this is is that these letters were not just written to individuals. So when me and you spend all our time in the uh, New Testament and we're claiming promises, believing God, like for example, when it says in Ephesians, praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Because we are united with Christ. See, united with Christ simply means that we are joined together with the anointed one and his anointing. But you've got to remember, and this is very crucial for us as individuals, to remember that we are part of a body. We are not lone rangers. As I said yesterday, even t the lone ranger had Tonto. He was not alone. <coughs> we need each other. Where um, the plan of of the church is 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 going that he makes the whole body fit together perfectly even as each part does its own special work we talked about that yesterday but the goal or the what paul revelation and and his insight into especially to the ephesians church was that he said that jesus christ gave up his life for the body of christ or for the church to make it holy and clean washed by the cleansing of god's word you know what he didn't say just by the blood of jesus there's a the blood of jesus puts us into a position 
washes us clean. The power is in the blood. I Yeah. But the word of God will transform our flesh, our nature, our spirit man, washed, cleansed by the blood of the Jesus, by the blood of, of the Lamb. Yes, I 100%. But the the body, the mind, the, the, the movement of the body of Christ working together needs to be cleansed by God's word, unified by God's word, brought together so that we're operating on a level that is um, unity, unified. He did this to present her, her, the church to himself as a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. See, Paul's talking about this unifying with Christ as being uh, there's a there's an end game. The plan, and this is the plan in Ephesians 1 verse 10. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. We are in Christ. Everything in heaven and earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. He chose us in advance. And he makes everything work out according to his plan. We're going somewhere as a body of Christ. The church is going somewhere. Uh, the title was United with Christ, Prepare for Promotion. And where am I getting that from? Well, we're talking a lot, um, uh, or the, 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 the Bible, the scripture verse that's been on my pastor's heart this, this week um, has been Jeremiah one seventeen. Get up. And prepare for action. Go out and tell them everything I say to you. Do not be afraid of them. Or I will make you look foolish in front of them. So we're not meant to be afraid as we go. Okay, we know that. I, I like it in the English Standards Version in Jer Jeremiah 1 verse 17. But you, dress yourself for work. We're not called to sit. We're not called to just turn up. We're called to be actively involved. You see, many Christians or many ministries and many, many people have a dream in their heart. And they want to be capable or they want to see the golden hand or the golden finger, you know, the lottery finger that comes out. It's you from the sky. They want this a massive announcement that says you are promoted. Well, what did it say here? Dress yourself for work. Are you dressed for work? Are you turning up to work? Are you arriving prepared for action? Are you a soldier that has got his gun cleaned and ready? His suit, uh, his, his camouflage gear all pressed and sharp. Have you got all the gear on your face ready? Ephesians talks about putting on the armor of God. And we see that very much in an individual. Oh, I, I keep getting this, this, this thought of how we have just individualized everything. And I'm, I'm all for it. We need to be individuals in Christ. We need to let our light, sh our personal light shine. We need to reach the people we can reach. We need to do all that stuff. I'm, I'm not against any of that. But there's something about the gathering together of believers and joining together in Christ as a gathering, as a, the ecclesia, the authoritative 
power on earth, working together, dressed for work, just dressed for action. You know, the soldier on the sideline where his gun's in pieces and it's not ready, it's not cleaned, it's not ready to go, the alarm's go off. He's going to rush and figure out how to f- put his gun back together and, and, and all that kind of stuff. He's going to get out, get dressed. But if you're on, if you are dressed and ready for work when the alarm so- sounds to, to, to go to action, you're straight out the door ready now any good soldier or any good military person would be trained so sharply that no matter how fast asleep when that siren goes off or whatever the, the thing is prepare for battle i mean you've got to remember um i used to watch mash in a medical the medical comedy mash and whenever the sirens used to go on they'd have to get up and get ready and get ready they knew soldiers were coming in they had to mend them they had to be on ready to go immediately they didn't know what was coming they didn't know how bad the situation was that we've been watching in the news lately with israel people 600 rockets being fired daily at israel and all the people having to just on a second's notice get to bomb shelters in fact they they three is innocent israeli elderly people uh got killed in the rocket attacks over the last few days because they're elderly and they couldn't get to the bomb shelters fast enough Get up, get dressed for work. Are you ready to go? Are you ready? Have you got your your sword in your sheath? Have you got your gun ready, your ammunition ready? <laughs> Are you on a hair trigger to deal with the enemy? Individually, yes, but corporately. See, this is where I think we're missing it. Or this is where I think where God is shifting the momentum. God is asking for the momentum to be shift again, to kind of come back and refocus as in the year of the local church, to refocus on the house that you are called to and serve in that house with accuracy, with with a a excellent mindset, a promotion mindset. Be prepared to be promoted. Preparation always comes before promotion. You see it. You see it time and time again. I, I mean, I, I used to work for McDonald's, and I remember they would have uh, graduates come in and apply for the job, and they were to learn in like six weeks what it's taken. Some people at McDonald's, and this is McDonald's, and you know what I mean. This is like flipping burgers, but they were in charge of, of, of doing things that some managers had spent years learning. They, so maybe some managers had started when they were 16 and by the time they were, they'd spent four years and they'd got promoted and they'd been in a management position and they knew the job inside out. But then these graduates come in and within like eight weeks, eight to 20 weeks, I think it was, had to be at the same level. That is really, really difficult to do in any environment. I thank God for a quickening in the anointing. I thank God that there's an, uh, there's a there's an enhancement under the anointing, and under the anointing, children can prophesy. Under the anointing, um, old men can dream dreams. All that stuff happens under the anointing. But if you are not prepared for it, when the anointing comes, you can quite often short circuit the anointing because you're not prepared for the anointing. Oh, everyone wants to put God into a supernatural box. But it's like Pastor Hagen always says, it's the God's super and man's natural coming together to create a supernatural explosive force for God. Who needs to do the hands laying on? Me and you. Who needs to do the prophesying? Me and you. Who needs to do the preaching? Me and you. We need to be prepared to jump up another level on every single attempt that we we go to work. We go prepared, ready. I was talking to my pastor on the phone yesterday, and we're just talking about how, you know, 
in the olden days, especially, I just re- recall of Brother Hagen talking about camp meetings and things like that, where they would just literally just turn to somebody and say, you preach, you do this, you do that. And people came ready. It's drilled into the rhema uh, mentality of, of, of a Bible school students to turn up ready at church. But too often, the, you know, you could turn up ready, but the rest of the body wasn't ready for you to be ready. So we all have to work together. The pastor has to be aware of, 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 of an anointing that may be on somebody else. There's protocols. There's, there's things that need to be in place in a church to have an excellent move of God. Things can be broken and destroyed and, and relationships ruined because people don't understand how to do things properly and in order. God is calling us for promotion. God is calling us for assignment. God is calling us to prepare ourselves for action so that when we look at this idea of being unified with Christ, unity with the anointing, unity with the anointed one, and we're unified together, going with the same goal of becoming that glorious church. Billy Brim talks about, you know, prophecies that have been been coming out and uh, over the years of like, of the the shining ones, I think someone talk calls it. You know, we walk down and people see the glory of God on our face. I want to be in those times when miracles abound, where people walk into churches and, and if they haven't got an arm, it just grows out. Excellence. Prepared for action. Uh, dress yourself for work. Get that. Close your, clothe yourself in the righteousness of God. That's what we're clothed in. Jesus was clothed in righteousness. Right standing with God. Know who you are in Christ Jesus as an individual, but as a church. Know who you are as a church in Christ Jesus. Unified with Christ. So that as Christ comes, everything comes under his authority. Everything comes under his umbrella. And as we move and step into the millennial, the thousand year reign of Christ, it will be the local churches that will be ministering to to people. It will be the local churches, the gathering of believers. See, churches are going to grow. Churches are going to explode churches are gonna see these these the, uh, the devil has thrown some things at this earth he's thrown a horrible um play uh you know fear-based media attack against certain things plagues and pandemics and all that kind of stuff the devil's putting all this stuff in because he's trying to restrict the church but when the, the church breaks free from its binds and it's 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 binding because we are the anointing and the anointing breaks the yoke and destroys all the burdens it it, it smashes that thing nothing can combine us down nothing can now individuals are getting a hold of this thank god but when the church the unified body the gathering the local church gets a hold of a freedom in the spirit a freedom under the anointing a freedom that is dressed and ready and equipped for work for the works that he's called us the good works that he's called us to abound in well that local church is moving forward and driving there's something that's going to be so awesome that comes to the forefront of this planet the church of jesus christ rising up as a giant it's a sleeping giant still. I I believe there's a prophecy. I think it's by Tom Tommy Hicks or Smith Wiggles. It's, it's I think it's in the same book of of a sleeping giant. When it would just tear its head, the demonic would flee. But when it st- 
stands up. You know, when it rolls over, you roll over in bed and you swap the fly off your face and not even wake up. That's what we've been like. It's been bound. It's been held back. But it's time to rise. It's time to stand in the promotion. There's a there's a, a time right now that the church is in that we are being mobilized. We are being brought together. We are being, you know, it's almost like God's come out of your hiding place. Come out of your hiding place. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back to the to the flow. Come back to to praising me. Come back to worshiping me. Come back to giving glorify glorifying me and worshiping Jesus and lifting up the name of Jesus on this place. I have given you the authority. I've given you the power. I've given you every spiritual promise. Every every spiritual blessing, everything that, that your church, your local church, your body of believers need. I provided it for you. There's people in that in, in your local church that will do things that need to be done. There will be thing, answers in the local church, answers for the world. I believe that the local church is the answer to the world. Why? Because Jesus is the answer to the world and we are his body. Individuals will do, can only do so much. But even if you are a, a business, there's only so long that you can survive as a sole trader and actually grow. There's a capacity that is on an individual. Some individuals' capacities are bigger. Some, 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 their abilities, their natural giftings are bigger. But at some point, they'll reach the end and they'll either grow their business and turn it into something that has employees and turns it into something that has other people involved. And it's the same in the church. Pastors have a capacity. I think the, the, the latest statistics or figures that one pastor can really only handle about 30 to 60 people. That's I'm crazy. And you think of all these churches of 300 people. Now, obviously, I believe that statistics is without the Holy Ghost, because I think with the Holy Ghost. And then there's another minister talks about a pastor, a senior pastor can really only have a congregation of about 200 without stepping up to another level and then employing other people underneath him, other pastors to help him. Young Cho had the largest church in the world at the time, had something like 300 pastors underneath him. Because they have like a million people in the church. Do the mass. I don't, don't know what that is. They probably had more even more underneath their associate pastors into that. I wanted to, I, I, I just wanted to look at some things. When we realized that the gospels, not the gospels, the letters of to the of the epistles or the epistles, the letters to the church were generally written. There are some written to individuals and stuff like that, but like, like Timothy, but he was a pastor of what, a local church, dealing with the local church. Paul was, was dealing with a group of people, not necessarily individuals. And, and when John was on the Isle of Patmos in Revelation, Jesus came and get, had a, he had a vision and he saw Jesus. And Jesus started talking, write this letter to the angel at this church, to the angel of that church. Some people would say that it's the pastor of that church, but he's dealing with the local church and how the local church is acting in a particular area. So he's dealing with that. And there's some things that he says, and I'm going to just read them out quickly as, as we look to close this kind of broadcast. It says here that Jesus, I put it this way, Jesus values these six kind of points. If you go through those, a lot of people will preach the negatives of Revelation uh, chapter 1 and 2. I'm sorry, 2 and 3. 
like what the church is, you know, he's lukewarm church, this is a bad church, da, 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 da. But I, I want to look at what does Jesus actually value in a local church and as an individual. So we're united with Christ. So if we're united with Jesus, that means we've got common purpose, common plan, common, you know, the plan is to get become underneath him anyway. So why not submit to him now while, while, while we're on this earth and we can actually do some good. So we can, well, we can actually preach the gospel. We can reach the world with Jesus Christ. Submit to his leadership and, and you will go far. Dress yourself for work. Prepare yourself for action and the promotion will come. Be prepared and God will establish you in the place that you're supposed to get. Remember what Ephesians is each part doing its special work. You have have a special work to do within the local body, within your day-to-day life, but they will be in sync and they'll flow and they'll work together. If you're, a, a, say, a teacher, a children's worker, a kids work, um, a teacher <laughs> working with kids during the week, Monday to Friday, you might not want to teach kids on a Sunday morning. You might absolutely do not want to see. Now, if God's telling you to do it, you'd be in disobedience not to. But just because you're naturally gifted in an area doesn't necessarily mean that's where your place is in the body. God, by having you do something else that fulfills you. See, what I, I believe if you have a job that you hate, but yet you plug into the church, either the job that you hate will become the job that you love, or God will move you into another job that complements what you are doing for the local body. Jesus values hard work and patience, endurance. Revelation 2.2. 2. Revelation 2.9. He, he values suffering persecution. I think that's on the rise. It's certainly on the rise in the media. If I, I would highly recommend you following uh, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. The, it's Christian Concern. It's a legal, Christian legal company in the UK. And they, they put a lot of this stuff up. Tell you what's going on in this country. What cases that are involved. Jesus values a faithful witness. Loyalty. 2 verse 13. If you aren't loyal to the local church, are you loyal to him? If you're not loyal to the body of believers, are you loyal to him? If you're ministering from a place of, it's my ministry and I'm going to go do whatever I want to do or what I believe God's telling me to do, but I'm not willing to submit in tithes and offerings. I'm not willing to work with other people. I'm not willing to submit to a pastor. If you're an evangelist, learn to submit to a local pastor. I'm not saying you have to submit to every single pastor that's on the face of the planet to try and get a job or try and get a preaching engagement. But you submit to your local pastor. Your local pastor will ha- might have you cleaning the toilets, but then on a Monday you could be preaching to thousands. But if you're not prepared to clean the toilets on a Sunday morning, why would you think that God would let you preach to thousands? Because Jesus said, if you do it to one of these, you've done it to me. You know, I have to constantly realign my thinking and my motives and make sure that my motives are correct. That my motives are lining up with what I'm supposed to be doing. I tell you, if you don't get into this, you'll just be taking a detour on the perfect will of God. You won't be operating in the perfect will of God. If this is the year of the local church... 
And every year should be a year of the local church, by the way. But there's an emphasis on the local church this year because of the way the devil's battered it and the way the devil's kept it back and the way we have submitted to those kind of pressures. There's a need for the local church to re be reestablished in our thinking. And I believe it's so, so crucial that this year the local church not only grows, but it develops and it has more revelation and has more insight and has more miracles and has more finances all those things that just get impacted and put together and in dressed for work prepared for action get ready get dressed for work what does it say but dress yourself for work arise and say to them everything that i command you see if you're not dressed for work you're not going to hear what god says <laughs> and you won't be able to do what he says so we suffer persecution, faithful witness, loyalty, Revelations 2.13. Jesus values love, faith, and service, Revelation 2, verse 19. He values an alive church, chapter 3, verse 2. He values an obedient church, chapter 3, verse 8. He values someone or a church that is either hot or cold. And the way I look at that, and some people look at the cold as being the negative. I don't believe that. Hot is on fire cold is refreshing the fires of the holy spirit and the washing and the cleansing of the water of the word of god it's jewel water is good hallelujah there is such a presence of god when the believers unite together a flow of the spirit a flow of victory a flow of anointing and freedom and liberty we talked yesterday a lot about liberty being in the local church prepare yourself for promotion by placing yourself in a place of servanthood jesus washed the disciples feet he made sure that it was ingrained on their head that that was the thing to do that was where god needs the 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 apostles, God needs the evangelists, the pastors serving with a servant heart. Leadership is always about serving. Even if you own a business, you need to serve your employees and provide them with an environment that they work the best in. Pastors, we need to create churches that allow people to operate in their gifting and let the, let people rise up and be promoted. Let people rise up and flow in the gifts and callings that they've called into. Just because you feel called to preach, you may never preach from the platform of a church, but you could pre preach in a life group. You could preach one-on-one. -on -one. I spent a few years at another church before the church that I'm in now, and I had the privilege and the opportunity to counsel people, to pray for people, lay hands on people, see people get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's such a wonderful place to be. And that was none of that was under the guise of being a minister, by the way. I just was staff at the church. I was a designer. See, your spiritual preparation will open doors that the enemy can't close. Hallelujah. There is something so awesome about God blessing the local church so that you can be propelled in the world. See, your job will go explode when you seek first the kingdom of God. And all those things will be, all those things will be brought into your hands 
the wealth of the wicked laid up for the just. We mentioned that promotion is is all about the God's blessing on your life. It's all about taking yourself up to the level, next level. God pays his servants well. Thank God for it. Thank God he looks after his own. Thank God. And when we when we do these things that God values. I, I really, I, I think there's probably there's probably another whole another broadcast or sermon in that. What Jesus values: hard work and patience, endurance, suffering, persecution, a faithful witness, loyalty, love, faith, and service, and a live church and an obedient church, a hot church or a cold church. God wants us to be these things as a local church so when you get into the local church the the assignment on that local church gets into you and suddenly you are working together as a a unit and we're turning to this wonderful glorious church i'm going to read those scripture verses as i close the goal and the direction we're going in we need to understand it christ gave up his life for the church to make the church holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present the church to himself, a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. She or the church will be holy and without fault. How beautiful is that? When we stand in the place that he has put us in. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather if you've got nice weather. Listen again to the broadcast. It will be replayed later today. But it will also be on Spotify and all the podcasting platforms. Check out the YouTube channel for um, the archive. It'll, you have to search, you'll have to search Gospel Pursuits on YouTube and it will get you there or the direct link on gospelpursuits.uk. Share what we're doing. Let's get this message of Jesus Christ being the saviour to the world out. Let's do our best and dress ourselves up. Get ready for action. Prepare ourselves for the promotion of God because the momentum and the mobilization of the local church, the body of believers is well on its way. And there's a cry out from the spirit of God to see great things done in your local area, in your region, in your city, in your country. Believe in him, have faith in the name of Jesus and you will see great things done at your hands and where you are. Thank you very much for watching. We will see you later. Goodbye.